and I hope we're recording. <laughs> yeah. Because who knows at this point. But this is the special, extra special, super special intro episode. It's a whole nother. That's right. This is episode two of the intro episode. No. Featuring <laughs> Beth. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> So, as you know, we have some sponsors. That's right. I use the plural of sponsors. Uh, you might know Thieves Can't. They are a Dungeons & Dragons webcomic. Uh, they're great. Uh, and they're giving away their first issue for free at yesthievescan.com. Granted, they're giving it to you in the sense that you can go to it and look at it with your eyes. You're not getting a paper copy, son. Come on. you got to pay some money for that. <laughs> it, but if you did want a paper copy of it, you could go. I think it's like the $25 tier of their Kickstarter, mm-hmm. uh, which has funded uh, issue two. So they have made their funding goal to at least make issue two, but they have a couple of stretch goals that they're trying to do, and they've got all of it except for the third one. And they need to get to $2,500 to get to the third stretch goal. And they're at like $2,200 right now. So, yeah. Hit them up. Uh, I'll leave. I'll put the link to their to Yes Thieves Can and to their Kickstarter in the episode description. Uh, so, yeah. Go check them out. Do that thing that you do with your eyes called checking. YesThievesCan.com. YesThievesCan.com. Yes, you can. <laughs> and our other sponsor this week is a young upstart uh, that's going to be making coffees and coffee syrups and whipped cream, apparently. Uh, if you live in the Hillsborough County area of Florida, then you will be very interested to know about this next sponsor. Uh, let's see. She Brews Coffee is a local startup. I keep wanting to say upstart. Is Upstart the same? Mm, I don't think so. I'm changing it to Upstart. Because there aren't any rules here. This is no rules podcasting. Yeah, but if it doesn't mean what they're intending. (laughs) Fine. She Brews Coffee is a local startup making its debut at a car show hosted by Baylife Church in Brandon. The car show is happening on November 10th. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Bay Life Church. And if you need the address to that, it is 1017 Kingsway Road, Brandon, Florida. It's just regular Brandon. Excuse me, just north of 60. Uh, Shebrews Coffee is committed to using fresh ingredients by making all their syrup, sauces, and whipped cream in-house from scratch. Uh, this allows them to provide a distinct coffee experience with interesting and unique flavors without any artificial flavors or coloring. Uh, so, uh, on the 10th of November, what's the day? Or what's the day? It'll be the 16th when you all are hearing this. You have plenty of time. Mark your calendars. <laughs> November 10th. You're going to a car show. You're drinking some coffee. It's going to have delicious Syrup inside of it and whipped cream on top of it. Bay Life Church, go there. 1017 Kingsway Road. Car show. Syrup. Be about it. Be about it. She brews coffee. Do it. 
Uh, I just need to let you know that upstart, the definition is a person who has risen suddenly to wealth or high position, especially one who behaves arrogantly. So okay, I'm well, glad that you decided fine. to go with that. I will say that besides the arrogant last part, a, hopefully. a future upstart. <laughs> hopefully. But this is going to be the debut of She Brews Coffee. So, you know, help a girl out, man. Yeah. Try it out. All right. I mean, um, he doesn't like coffee. I hate it. I always have. I always will. You would lie. I drink so much coffee. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like, I don't know how you drink coffee as hot as you do. Yeah, because it's delicious. Mm. You know well, why I, I drink mean, coffee? it tastes better when it's hot, like if you're just drinking black coffee. Uh, but, like, one time I tried to take a sip out of your mug, and I was like, oh, my taste buds, <laughs> they are gone. <laughs> All right, I feel like uh, Brad Brumley is, like, the secret third host, the silent third host of the show, because we bring him <laughs> up all the time. But he has convinced me uh, through his, like, 17 or so episodes to finally start trying cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm. And I got that chameleon black espresso, whatever it was. Yeah. And the hilarious part about getting that chameleon cold brew coffee <laughs> is that I took one sip of it and was like, yuck. And you, the one who I, I like had the hardest time to convince to like go to drinking black coffee, you're like, it's disgusting. It needs cream. It needs sugar. Yeah. Like, I am not that guy. Like, I am not cream and sugar guy. Uh, I mean, but- I love cream and sugar. Like, having cream and sugar in coffee or like a, uh, like a nice, like, I don't know, like hazelnut or like. Well, I, okay. It seems like a comfort food kind of. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say is like when I have any kind of flavored coffee, it's a treat. It's not a, I need to get woken up in the morning. Uh, like I got to tell you, I miss, drinking coffee hot and black makes me miss smoking cigarettes more <laughs> than any other thing that I do. Why? Because I don't think you, like, the same way that we, you know, don't uh, deal with carbs that much anymore. Like, you remember how good beer and pizza was, right? Like, how could I forget? Coffee and cigarettes go together like beer and pizza. Like, they belong together. They're just, if there was cigarette flavored coffee, I would drink it. Ew. Oh, man, Ew. I would drink it hard. In fact, Katie, if you could make some kind of cigarette flavored <laughs> syrup, I. Please am, do not. <laughs> please make me a special batch. Do not. Please do not. Gross. Yeah. Man, I don't even know if I really like beer as much anymore because it, like, fills your stomach up too much. Like, I like the way it tastes and I like just, like, sipping on something, but I don't, I don't know. Like, it just makes my stomach feel too full, so I don't really like drinking it. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny, too, because you were saying, you're like, man, I miss that you don't drink much anymore. And I was thinking about it the other day. <laughs> I was like, man, it would be nice to have, like, a nice scotch on the rocks. Yeah, but you gotta be careful, though. Dude. I well, do. I mean, if you had it in moderation, um, but like, it's funny because the comedian Kyle Kinane, he was on Bert's podcast and he was talking about like, ah, he's like, you know, he's like, I got talking about how he got gout again for like the third time. He's like, I just love drinking. Clearly you got beginner's gout. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you did like. If it gets worse than that, then geez. If it gets worse than that, I will cut off my own leg and be happy about it. I will laugh the whole time. Yeah. 
I mean, I just thought we had some like funny times sometimes when we would like drink more, but it's so weird because like the only thing it doesn't like scare me or anything, but the only thing is like I haven't drank in so long now that it seems like I see what now why some people that have never drank are like really scared of it because <laughs> you're like you just like you like lose control of your facilities like yeah. Dude, that's the fun part. (laughs) (laughs) Your facilities and inhibitions are right off the table. I mean, I don't think they completely are. Like, I think you allow yourself to get looser than you should. Like, sometimes, I think, I don't know. I think more people would call me Captain Fun DJ if they uh, if they knew Drunk DJ. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think you were really good at hiding it, though. Because remember we went to that um, party and you had brought a flask with you. And you were like drinking, what was it, like Jack Daniels or yeah. something. And I think you drank the whole thing. I drank that whole thing. I drank cups of strange liquid that came out of uh, <laughs> something that they said was alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, but like you were walking around and I felt a little bit uncomfortable because you're like talking trash as you do <laughs> <laughs> about some of these random like ravers that you didn't know. And I was like, shh, because shh. <laughs> usually they're peaceful people. <laughs> You've gone into their realm and you're like talking smack. And um, like beyond that, though, like you looked completely sober and like after that party was over, I think it may have been at like Halloween or something, or I don't yeah, know what it was. It was because I think I went to the bathroom to like wash off some makeup, and like I came out, and you were like passed out in the spare bedroom, <laughs> and I was like, I tried to wake you up, but you wouldn't wake up, and so I just like got a blanket and went and laid By the <laughs> in way, there with you. <laughs> that the funniest part about that was two things. One, at some point you woke up and left the room because I remember waking up. In a very strange position, like not a sleeping position, like basically just like face down, just like, uh, just (laughs) no covers over me, nothing, just like still wearing my clothes. And that was the only time I have done a lot of drinking. I've done a lot of partying in my life, but that was the one and only time that I woke up and was like, where could I possibly be? (laughs) Well, yeah, because you never slept in that room. I got to find somewhere to be cold. Yeah. I need to get cooled down right now. (laughs) That was a long time ago. And like, um, I think like, didn't you sit in the back seat and you're like, like on the way home from that party, like you were sitting in the back seat and you're like, it's so hot in here. <laughs> like, yeah, because I had to, like, I had the window rolled down and it was like, it's cold outside. I'm like, <laughs> I need the wind in my face. <laughs> and didn't you yell something like, I need a field in which to frolic? Because <laughs> I had, I, we saw that on a movie and I thought it was ha- the most hilarious. Because this guy like earnestly was like, we need a field in which to frolic. And I just thought that was the funniest thing. And yeah, I was drunk and thought yeah, that would so be funny to everyone say. Everyone thought it was funny. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Except I was freezing. I was like, roll up the window. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that was crazy. But yeah, like I don't think that like any time that you got drunk, like you weren't like uh, sloppy. <laughs> like you were a professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, yeah. 
But is that that party where, um, like, this kid, like, comes out and he's like, don't tell anyone, man. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to back up and I just <laughs> backed into someone's, like, side door or yeah. something with, their, with his car and he was, like, trying to keep it a secret. Which, by the way, the funny part about this kid <laughs> trying to be like, hey, d- just listen, man, be cool. Don't tell anyone I hit this car. <laughs> Was that we didn't know that he hit a car. Until like, he like came and told everyone. Hey, look over there. You see what <laughs> happened down the street? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, er- like, I think everyone that he told about it had that, oh crap, I hope it's not my car moment. Yeah. But then once they found out it wasn't, they were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, right? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th- I think that was when we were in our early 20s. And I don't know, like, I always thought, like, like, I don't condone bad behavior, but I always thought it was, (laughs) like, I always thought it was funny when, like, someone would try to get away with something. (laughs) (laughs) Just to see if they would. (laughs) So. Uh, That's my thing. Like, I, my small thing that I used to do everywhere was uh, steal pens. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere, if you had a pen, I would try and steal it. And buddy, if it was on a chain, that was just a that was just a uh, a challenge. I had oh, yeah. to try and get that pen. I didn't always get them, but I did always try. <laughs> you like make several attempts to get the same one. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going back in the bank. I used to, I did used to go in the bank to see if I could like figure out a way to freaking unscrew those in a way that I could get the stupid thing off of there. I never yeah. could get one off. This will only take a second. I yeah. need all your pins. <laughs> like, he said pennies. He's trying to steal money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's one of my favorite parts of, I think, is is it Tommy Boy? I don't. I know the part, but I don't remember the, what movie it's in. I think that it is. Or like Chris he, Farley. Chris Farley like, goes into a bank and he's like, this will only take a second. <laughs> Why was he saying that, though? I think he was looking for David Spade or I don't know. I don't remember. But everyone like jumps down on the floor. <laughs> yeah, and didn't the cop like throw his gun to him immediately? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was a like security guard and someone tried to rob a bank i probably would do that too yeah but if you just had if you were a guy with a gun and a guy just walks in and says something and you can see both his hands and he doesn't have a gun <laughs> like why would you just now shoot just that go guy? ahead and hand him the gun yeah, right. here you go you're gonna need you're this. gonna need this yeah no i don't i'm not dying for someone else's money like no then why'd you take the job as a security guard? Because I have a family of four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God knows how I'm going to protect these kids. Yeah. How can I reach these kids? <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I would, like, unless that was my last resort, I don't think I would take a security job. But if I did, I wouldn't be a good security guard. No, I would not be a security guard. I there was a point in time where I almost was going to try and be a gate guard like for uh I think they had an opening. There was this lady, there was this Russian lady or no, whatever. There was a lady that was the gate guard in one of the fish hawks and uh she was going to like be like retiring or something. She was going to be a missionary and she was going to go and uh be in Russia. Oh, and there cool. was going to be an opening and I was like for just a split second I was like yeah 
I could do that. And then I was like, nah. Like, that seems like it would be even more annoying than just, like, sitting at a desk. Because you have to, like, stop people and, like, they're not going to have to, like, write down their tag numbers and stuff. Dude, there were some times when I would go, because I work in Fishhawk all the time, and when it, or River Hills or whatever, and dude, in the morning time, when you're trying to get into those places, it is a freaking madhouse, because every contractor in the world is trying to get in. Mm-hmm. So, especially in River Hills, they don't like you coming in the front. You got to come in the side entrance or whatever. Oh, get over be, yourself, River Hills. Yeah, River Hills, no one's looking to be in you. Yeah. <laughs> Your old news. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be like 20 freaking contractor trucks like just waiting. And of course, none of the whatever. I'm just complaining about work at this (laughs) point. Uh, Yeah. But that does seem like the worst. Um, Like, didn't you almost get a job where you like some penny place or whatever where they like count the pennies or they have to like check your pockets or something? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Brinks. It was the other one. Loomis. Uh, like the armored car company or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they had an opening to work in the actual like secure building or whatever, like sorting through money or whatever and getting it, mm-hmm. whatever you had to do. I don't know. I stopped paying attention to the, uh, to the, uh, did you go on an interview for yeah, that? Me yeah. And like, I think it was like five of us that went on the, it was basically just like a group interview and uh, they were taking us on a tour, and they were telling us this and that and the other thing. And then they mentioned that uh, you couldn't even bring in like an MP3 player into like the money area. And I was like, nah, <laughs> yeah, or nah, because <laughs> they're like, because you had to like, th- there was a bunch of dumb stuff you had to do. Not dumb because it makes perfect sense because you're dealing with a lot of money, but you had to like t- basically get undressed and redressed. Like, just to go through this door to to go and uh, deal with all this money. Because they're like, nah, dude. You can't, like, have any... Basically, you almost couldn't, like, have your own boots and, and coveralls. You had to, like, have their stuff in there that you had to change into. I don't know. It was nuts. Uh, but as soon as they were like, you can't have any form of even music, I was like, nah, this is not for me. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like there was something weird about change, though, with it. Like maybe you're you weren't allowed to bring your own change in your pocket or uh, something you, like that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you could bring money in. And oh, that was the thing you couldn't bring you couldn't bring anything in. I don't think, but including including money. But the door would only open every eight hours or whatever it was. <laughs> so like I think I think they had like a bathroom in that area, but like totally. you were not just like. All right, I'm taking all this money and leaving. They're like, cool. Well, you got seven and a half more hours, <laughs> homie. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, no. I mean, like I said, it all makes sense, but not for me to work at that. I need, I need something other than the sound of the idiots next to me breathing. <laughs> yeah, and like that seems like a high pressure job. Like, I can't think of any. I would be, yeah, I would be stressed out all the time that they're like, we're a penny short. <laughs> I think, like, um, when I went in the interview, I think they were asking me about my religion, which isn't that ha. illegal? Uh, I don't know if it's illegal to ask you. I think it's illegal to not hire you or to hire you because Based of on that. It. Yeah. Well, then why are they allowed to ask you about it? Then? I don't know if they are. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't. I know they definitely can't hire or fire you because of your religion, but I don't know if they are allowed to ask you about it. 
Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like one of the major ones around here. So don't like, I don't want to make it sound like, um, like it was one of them. It wasn't, it was it like, wasn't. A, it was a <laughs> tiny little place or whatever. And I was like taken aback by it because I wasn't religious by any means during that time. And I was like, but I need what? a job. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, who do you like? Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> yeah. How much do I get paid to like them? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the job. <laughs> I got it, Ross. Uh, yeah, what was it? When I was 15, 14, 14 or 15, I worked for this place, and uh, they. I found out later that they would clock me out Whenever I would, because you, you know, when you're that young and you're working, uh, I was working at a restaurant, like you're only allowed to work so many hours, so many hours a week. And so they would be like, oh, you're not done. Well, we're just going to go ahead and clock you out. And I would immediately just drop everything to the floor and start taking off my apron. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, "Uh, I'm sorry. I thought you were clocking me out. (laughs) (laughs) So you got wise to it. You got to stay. I'm like. I no, do I don't. Not. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> like you're not done. I was like, you are right. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. No, that's crap. The guy that did that to me, or to, it wasn't just to me, it was to a bunch of us. Uh, found out that that guy, uh, he liked to gamble and had a very high debt, and he died under very mysterious circumstances. And by mysterious, I mean his house burned down with him in it. Whoa. And then they found him with gunshot wounds in his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't burn that away. So maybe he killed himself as he was setting the house on fire or something different happened. <laughs> well, like whenever you get cremated, like do your bones burn then? No. So what happens to them? They, I think, become more brittle. But and then they like smash them or something. <laughs> I oh, when you're cremate, I yeah, because like like you would think a house fire would be as hot as a cremation, but I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they use some special. I've never asked. <laughs> I mean, I was just curious. I have no idea either. What do I look like a fire marshal to you? <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> <laughs> no. You would not be married if that's what you looked like. Wow. Wow. Rude. Rude. (laughs) I mean, I don't even think we would be dating. If I was a burn victim? (laughs) Well, if you said that, like that. (laughs) Not if you're a burn victim. Well, it depends on if you got burned, like, before we met. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You're not kidding. That is the truth. What are you, crazy? You would be like... Yes, burn victim, you make me laugh, but your face still looks like a freaking fruit roll-up. No, I don't think I'm that shallow. I'm not saying you, I'm saying everybody. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I would say most people wouldn't want to admit it, but I would say the vast majority of people do feel that way. Crickets. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm of the opinion that you should get to know a person before you decide that they're not the one. <laughs> hey, or uh, you should just, just try to keep pushing the one away. <laughs> so they are the one. 
it sounds like uh, some kind of rape culture you're talking about. Yeah, like you just keep pushing them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep saying no, and they just keep saying yes. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Because, like, that seems like a very fine line. Yeah, well, yeah, because you can hear, like, some of the girls that talk or that, you know, get a, a uh, platform will be like, yeah, I said no, and he just wouldn't take no for an answer. But, like... But I think there's... You said no <laughs> when we first met. But it wasn't to rape. <laughs> like it well, was to no. dating. Because no, no. I didn't... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I don't know. What are you talking about? No, go go ahead. No, well, I just thought you were a nice guy, and I wasn't interested in having a boyfriend at that time. Like, I like had been uh, in some ugly situations, and I was like, no, I don't want to, like tarnish this good guy by my ugliness that i feel inside um and also i didn't know that if you're faking it <laughs> like, I don't know, is he a good guy i don't know no uh yes uh no i i still kind of meant the same thing like uh girls that are like i told him no he wouldn't take no for an answer. He just kept coming around and being like, hey, let's get together, da-da-da. He's like, he's a creep. Uh, yeah, hmm. but if I didn't want you around, I don't think I would, like, I wouldn't have allowed it at all. But I was like, I like this guy. He's fun. <laughs> uh, but I didn't want to, like, hurt your feelings or anything. And I knew I wasn't in the, like, right mindset to, like, start a full-on relationship. But then, um, like, we kept on hanging around each other and, then, like, it just... <laughs> just happened, man. Yeah, because remember, uh, we were watching, what was it, like, Blue Streak or one of those Martin Lawrence movies. <laughs> and, like, was our roommate in the living room? Yes. Like, not our roommate. It was my roommate. And well, you, like, yeah. came and, like, hung out over there all the time. Yeah, it was before you were like, hey, you need to start paying rent up in this piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but like we were like watching the movie and then like, I don't know how we both like ended up like sneaking away kind of. And then we were like, F this movie. And then we started making out. <laughs> I do not remember what that movie was. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was Blue Streak or there was another one that he had during that same time, but it was Martin Lawrence. <laughs> but Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, we were, like, dating. Like, after that, we were together for, like, a month. And then that's whenever you, like, uh, we broke up for that week. I found somewhere. I was looking through uh, some of my old phones, and I found a picture of me in the world's dumbest hat. <laughs> I know what picture you're talking about. I have got... Was your hair long? Mm, it was longer than it is now, but... I have got to get that thing to a phone that I can post it on Instagram to because it I look like such a douche. <laughs> like you might get a banjo out and start playing it. Uh, I look like I... You know what I look like? I look like I am someone who unironically owns a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> And I like have it in in the trunk of my car, and I'm like, "You guys want to see me throw a boomerang?" 
Yeah. But, like, I think we had a lot of fun, too, when we were, like, just started dating. Because we went to, didn't, um, I don't know if we were dating then, but, like, we went to the beach and we took my sisters and you, like, brought your guitar. And it was, like, nighttime and we just, like, hung out down there. That does sound familiar. It was nice. Like, I like going to the beach sometimes and especially at night. Yeah, at night, getting to the time of year that we're close to now, where it's not still going to be, like, freaking blazing hot. Yeah. Well, at nighttime, like, the wind from the ocean, like, is really cool. So, it can be cold now. But, I don't know. And then, like I said, we, like, broke up for that week. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got back together, and we, like been together ever since but like we have had like crazy fights like we said (laughs) 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 but like really i think those are the craziest ones the the first fights (laughs) well i say the first like the first half of the relationship fights yeah because that's whenever you're like feeling each other out and like trying to see if you guys actually fit together or if you're like like your like moral codes fit together. <laughs> Do you remember how long we were together before we ended up getting married? Because I feel like oh seven years was it? <laughs> yes. That's funny because the way everyone made us feel or made me feel before we got married was like that it was way longer. Like oh you guys you guys been together like twenty seven years. What are you ever you ever gonna get married? I mean seven years is a long time, but. Like, I, I didn't think that we were going to get married because I didn't, I don't know, I wasn't in any kind of rush to do it. And, like, I didn't think that you wanted to get married. <clears throat> and so, like, I remember whenever you asked me, <laughs> like, I was sleeping and you're like, you came in there, you were like, put your hand out or whatever. And I was like, okay. And you, like, put something around my finger so you can, like, uh, size it for a ring. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I didn't know how. I was like, I don't know how. To do I don't know this. what the size is. I don't know. And so I was like, oh, he's gonna ask me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I, for a second, I thought you were gonna tell the wrong story. I was like, did someone else propose to you? Because <laughs> I no. thought you were gonna be like. You just came in the room and woke me up and said, "Will you marry me?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll marry you. <laughs> <laughs> but get out! I'm still sleeping. <laughs> Where's the ring, <laughs> girl? You know I don't know ring sizes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what you did. And then I remember, like, um, I think I only told one person. <laughs> I was like, I think he's gonna ask me to marry him. <laughs> um. <clears throat> and then six more years went by. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. No, and then you asked me on New Year's Eve. And. And you said, I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look at the ring. <laughs> yeah. I need to. I, you know what? I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So. The rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, like, drag everyone down with our romantic past. 
<laughs> yeah, so you're dragged down by that. Romantic. What is your life? <laughs> well, I mean, people like hearing crazy stuff, I think. <laughs> but, like, I think we are, like, almost too compatible. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> So I need to know more. What is that supposed to mean? Two compatible. Mm. Like how we finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> or leftovers. I never get any <laughs> leftovers. They're good. I'm like, well, I, I just can expect not to be eating that again. Rude. Rude. Why are you to call out my uh, leftover game? No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think that's comfortable. And, like, I think it's good. But, like, it's it's crazy because, like, looking at some of the other people that we know, like, how they act in their relationships where they're not really partners, I guess, where one person is, like, working against the tide and the other person is, like, the tide. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You're like, if you just work together, then you wouldn't have to live on struggle mode. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that's just people that don't struggle enough at work or something, and they're like, I need this somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. I need this thing to battle against. (laughs) Well, I don't don't know. Like, because, like, there's so much to do and like see and be to just stay at that level and not want anything more. I, I, I don't get that. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just always wanted more for my life, but like, I'm glad that we both seem to be on that same. Like, I think I want to travel more than you do, but I don't think that, um, like, I'm, like, fighting the tide to get you to go to work or anything. Like. <laughs> <clears throat> and, you know, I have been known to bend where I didn't think I would. Like, the biggest one in recent memory is going on a cruise. Like, I was so vehemently against a cruise. Man. Like, yeah. idiots go on cruises. Cruises are not for humans. We They're shouldn't dangerous. be doing it. <clears throat> I don't want to get stuck out there and have to be rescued. <laughs> yeah. We had a good time, though. Yeah, I would say the only thing that we did wrong was have a specific place that we went other than ocean. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to go again. Because we talked about this before. but I stand by what I said then. Even if it's different than what I'm saying now. (laughs) Yeah. Like the holidays are coming up. Like, are you looking forward to any like special foods? No. Foods? No. (laughs) (laughs) Two compatible guys. We're so compatible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We think just alike. Aren't you getting ready for all the holiday foods? No. I mean, like now, we don't really go crazy like Christmas shopping. Like we don't even really do that anymore. Because like at this age, what do we want? Like, I think we talked about this before maybe. But like, if you want something, you just 
buy it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to wait for Santa Claus. So, um, I don't know. Like, in our family now, we just, like, have a big dinner with our family. We don't do a whole bunch of present exchanges. Oh, you mean, like, for Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff? Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, really, like, what are you looking forward to then if it's not the food? <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Man, I got something stuck in my throat. Uh, oh. and, like, last year we started the keto diet, like, right before Thanksgiving. And, like, I think it was hard to eat. Uh, I remember it was not hard to eat Thanksgiving food. That was very good to eat. But, but remember- like... I don't think that you could eat as much as you normally would. I just remember being extra sleepy that year. But it was really good, though. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Like. Yeah, I don't know. Now we're just talking about eating. Uh, Did you. Good grief. (coughs) Oh, we get to turn it down when it's you coughing. Well. (laughs) Well, what? I am the uh, producer slash uh, co-host, so... Oh, okay. What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to go and see if any of these uh, any of these headlines sounded uh, good to me or to you. Okay. I just read off some headlines. Ooh, here's one. Oh, no. This one's <laughs> terrible after all. What is it? Uh, I just saw the first two words, yellow beezy. Does that make sense to you? No. Well, Yellow Beezy shot three times in Texas. Is that a rapper? Who was that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> DeAndre Conway, better known as Yellow Beezy, was shot at over oh oh shot at over a dozen times. Uh, on what? Sam Rayburn Tollway, Texas. Name stuff better. Tollway? Come on, son. What is a tollway? Is it like an expressway where you have to pay tolls? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yellow Beezy lived. That's the end of the story. Oh, good. Jada Pinkett Smith cried for 45 45 days straight. Why? Husband Will Smith claims. For what? Probably for... Will Smith has taken a seat at the red table. The 50-year-old man... I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> what? Going through... Uh, <laughs> Headlines? Yeah. I've abandoned it. Yeah. Mostly because I forgot that articles don't like to tell you the reason why you came in the first paragraph. They're like, oh, you're here because you read the headline? Did you hear <laughs> that uh, Joe Rog- Rogan podcast with Roseanne? I did. Did you think it was good? I did finish it, yeah. I did think it was really good. Like, I think that if, depending on what your, I I would say no matter what you thought of the whole Roseanne situation and the tweets and the, you know, her getting fired and all that, I think that is a great episode to listen to because it will at least, even if you didn't change your opinion about the whole thing, I think it uh sheds light on the whole situation in a yeah. way that uh I'm actually glad that they didn't do right after it happened. Right. Like I especially now I really wish she didn't have to lose her job because of that. 
but it almost sounds like it might have been better for her in the long run, like not to have to deal with right what she was having to deal with there. Well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because she said that she wanted it to be like more like both sides of the story being told like because like she said she voted for Donald Trump or whatever. So people were like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, but then, like she said on the show, she wanted both political sides to be shown or whatever, so there could be a talk, like a, a talk about it. Yeah, which is awesome, um, but clearly is not going to happen now. <laughs> it's just funny because to hear her tell the story about like uh, who was going to be the Trump supporter on the show, she like wanted someone to be right. the one that was the Trump supporter and no one wanted to do it. So she was like, okay, it'll be me then. I yeah. voted for him anyway. So, uh, you know, yeah, it, it'll be whatever. Yeah. Well, I think I saw something that said that the, I don't know, like the CEO or whatever person from ABC regretted firing her. Thing. Yeah. Like yeah. doing it. So, abruptly yeah because like i don't think that she i still don't like that tweet like i don't think that she should have put that out but if she was on ambien or whatever whatever excuse okay fine but like they should have given her a chance to explain herself i think okay i found that i had that uh, that article saved too and it says that uh the daily mail Quoting two senior executives at the network who choose to remain anonymous, reported the regret and fear. It says we didn't think it, we didn't think it through properly. What Roseanne did was wrong, but we shouldn't have rushed to fire her. It was almost a knee-jerk reaction by Ben Shorewood and Channing Dungey, uh, who should have launched an investigation. Yeah, so one investigator uh, and one executive. This would have given them more time to listen to the public, advertisers, and cast members to determine the best decision. And that's what she was saying, too. Uh, Roseanne on Rogan's podcast is, you know, she's like, they fired me before any advertisers even pulled out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a crazy situation. But did you see also that... Um like James Gunn has like gone to uh, DC now. I, did we not talk about that? That he. I think we talked about it in our own. Did we? I think we did. Maybe. Well, and Batista is like, I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Good I don't for think him. we did talk about that, but I think it's cool. Yeah, James Gunn killing it. Well, yeah, because I don't think that Marvel is as like they haven't stepped up to the plate as well as not marvel i'm sorry dc hasn't uh done as well as marvel so now that they have someone that does marvel (laughs) in their camp like now they have a a chance i think i heard a like a like not a rumor what's the a prediction that like now that uh the original marvel characters that we've come to grow and love or from the cinematic universe are kind of coming to a close. Uh, they're like, Oh yeah, maybe this is going to be the time that DC finally like starts making good movies and everything shifts over towards DC. And I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, you can make the best movie ever. If James Gunn makes the best suicide squad there ever was, uh, it's not going to be enough to save that, what they've got going on over there. Right. 
And but I mean, I think he can do better than what they did. It's with hilarious. The first one. I heard uh, too that there will be no Jared Leto if he does do it. There will be no Jared Leto Joker in this one because apparently, like. Uh, he, James Gunn, and Jared Leto famously hate each other, <laughs> which I did not know until today. Yeah, that's really interesting. Which is awesome. I wonder why. Jared Leto is apparently a skadoosh bag. Like a prima donna. That, and did you not hear about all, like, the whack stuff he was doing on this, like, while Suicide Squad was being filmed? No. Like, he... There was one time when he like was supposed to show up to like a table read and he had like one of his assistants go and like dump a bag of like pig intestines or something well, on the thing. Like wasn't he trying to be like zany or whatever to like outdo Heath Ledger? Well, one of the zany things that he did, whether it was like real or not, he sent like a tied up condom that had yeah. uh, supposedly some uh, some of that good Jared juice in there. Uh, or at least that was the impl- that's what he wanted to imply was that that's what he did and like <laughs> gave it to Margot Robbie Roby and uh not gave it but like sent it to her like that's was disgusting send- was sending bullets to Will Smith like real bullets like yeah okay Zany is like you know doing fun pranks on set Zany is not being by the way again this is another thing where like I'm sorry, if I did that, if I did one of the things that he did at work, uh, I don't have an HR department, but I would be fired. (laughs) Right. There's no way I could walk into the morning meeting and be like, hire a homeless guy to come and just drop a bag of pig guts on my boss's desk and be like, that's a fun joke I do because I'm zany. <laughs> well, didn't they say that like Heath Ledger was like a method actor or whatever and he got like really dark into the character and that's part of the reason why people were like, "Oh yeah, you went too dark, man." Uh so then like Jared like trying to do these things like be like do something that maybe the Joker might do. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I th- I don't like that. But like, it's weird, and it didn't work, clearly, because people were just like, what a jerk. Not, oh, it's what the Joker might do. <laughs> he's just, the problem is he's too talented. <laughs> yeah. You you can't be as good of an actor he is, and also as good of a singer as he is in the same lifetime, and not be a freaking raging douchebag. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's crazy that he is. <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars. Because I'm not necessarily a huge fan of 30 Seconds to Marge, but Marge. <laughs> Marge. <laughs> to Large Marge. Uh, by the way, did you catch that during the interview? When uh, she was, Roseanne was talking about it. Was talking about Large Marge, and she was like, I think, uh, I think, uh, what's his face? Paul Rubens might have based Large Marge on me. <laughs> oh, off of that character. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 30 Seconds to Mars, I do i can recognize that they are good like better than i would ever have given a hollywood actor credit for being (laughs) right well yeah and he is a really pretty man (laughs) like he's always been pretty since my so-called life um so he better be careful like sending out condoms with his (laughs) with his seed in it yeah (laughs) somebody wants those pretty babies (laughs) (laughs) You're like, 
<laughs> I can prove it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> I want my movie check. <laughs> yeah, you sent you foolishly sent the certified mail. <laughs> <laughs> Fool. <laughs> now send my check certified. <laughs> yeah. I want half Eddie. Or I want half Jared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like have you been uh like not have you? Like we have been watching <laughs> the um like that docu series about the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think that's crazy? Like looking at those events in retrospect, like someone documenting it and then like showing you what happened while you were alive. Well, yeah, because especially like the the early to mid nineties, like I was barely cognizant of what was happening outside my house, let alone right. in the world, and to like watch it all happening uh through i guess through tom hanks's eyes <laughs> yeah because he executive produces or he's is he just the the main dude on that i don't know i don't either but whatever his name is first so <laughs> he's at least contributing the most dollars to it well and he's the biggest name probably too uh but like i don't know like i think it's crazy like because we watched the one about the 80s too and i thought that was really interesting but um like they did like the first two episodes are about like what's going on on tv mm-hmm. uh during that decade and then the third episode i think is about music um which is crazy because they like talk about like biggie and tupac and nirvana and then like the women's like musical movement and like Lil Lilith Fair and like um like Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. which uh was awesome because I I love like I used to watch music videos all the time and I uh, during that time and I just I don't know like I just love that decade <laughs> of music and so like that and then they talked about Bill Clinton which is crazy because like they talked about how his presidency like went down and then up and then uh then he had his uh indiscretion or whatever um but i didn't know that like he basically admitted to uh yeah at first he said he didn't do it and then i i never knew that he admitted to doing it because you never hear anyone joking about it like, about that part, they always say, oh, I didn't have sex with that woman. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, but they don't talk about him being like, oh, okay, so yes, I did, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I just say, that was a pretty good Bill Clinton impression you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't do it again, because now there's a, a uh, standard. <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like, I didn't know that. So, like, going back and, like, looking at that kind of stuff, I think it's really, really interesting. Because, like you said, we weren't really cognizant of what was going on beyond our houses. Because in, like, 91, I was only 10. Yeah. So, and how old are you? Eight? Yeah. Because you're younger, a little bit younger. Yeah. I'm only a slight cougar lady. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my man's older than eighteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like thinking of that, and then like we haven't finished it yet, but at some point they're gonna go into the O.J. Simpson trial, and like I didn't realize. I, I guess they would do that. That was integral to the '90s, but I feel like with that documentary that we watched on O.J. Simpson, 
like I feel like we're gonna be schooling <laughs> that that the one that we're gonna watch now that's only gonna be like what forty minutes, right? Like, uh, actually, they missed this one part. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the turn point in the case was <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone thinks it's when he says the glove doesn't fit, but actually, it was when Cato was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." But to just look back and like see that. Uh, through different eyes because when that was going on I had no idea um, because like I didn't know why that mattered and I just didn't even like pay attention to it like I know everyone around us was yeah, and it was well. like like adults it was a, a huge ordeal but I had no interest in it I was like oh this guy's going to jail <laughs> yeah because what were we in like grade school middle school when that was going on yeah I do remember. I'm when not I was, sure what year that happened. I remember when I was a kid, though. Like now, it seems crazy that it happened, but whenever they were chasing OJ down right. the highway or whatever, I remember them like bringing the TV in the classroom and being like, "Can you believe it? It's happening!" Like, what if they had shot and killed him, and we were all <laughs> just like little kids gathered around it? the TV? Yeah. I mean, you would have witnessed history. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we did anyway. Listen, I've witnessed enough history for one for many lifetimes. I don't need. I don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you remember where you were when the twin towers went down? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Where were you? I was at my parents' house, chilling. Yeah. <laughs> but like, did you know? No, or did you? Did you just someone call you and be like, "Hey, man, crazy, right?" <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what happened, because I was there, or whatever, and someone, like, called, and we're like, I don't know what's going on, and, like, I, I don't know, like, I still didn't think it was real, like, once they called, I was like, oh, I'll turn on the TV and, like, (laughs) see it, but, like, I didn't know anybody in New York or have any really real connection to that, and I was, like, I think maybe I was 18, or, like, you were, let's see. You were 19 or 20, because I was 18. Okay, so then I was 20. Uh, and I only know that uh, for sure, because like I, I think I've... Yeah, I was 20, because it was 2001, right? Uh, yeah. I think I've said it on this podcast before, so I'll just say the shortened version, which was I was in college at the time, and... Uh, after our class was over, like all these people were huddled in like this common area where we used to have, uh, there used to be like video game tournaments. Like they would play Madden or Street Fighter or whatever, and people would be crowded around. And I just wanted to see what game they were playing. And so I got up oh, to the yeah. front and saw, like, I got there just in time to be like, what is this? And then the second plane crashed or into the building and i was like where is this like i thought it was in a d- different country i was like because well i think first i asked is this real and someone said yes and i was like where is this because it didn't even i couldn't even wrap my head around this happening in america i was like right what do you even mean we're a superpower no one can attack us um like that makes me think of a story my mom told me of uh, I think she saw something on the news that said something was happening in St. Petersburg. So she kind of like panicked. Uh, but it was St. Petersburg, Russia. Huh. <laughs> Not St. Petersburg in Florida. <laughs> which is like, I don't know, like 30 miles from where she lived. <laughs> it's funny because it didn't like, 
9-11 didn't necessarily like directly affect it, it 100% did not directly affect me like it only everything was only tangential but I will say like uh once I came back to because I was that I went to college in Fort Lauderdale and when I came back here and then started working uh construction or whatever we were close enough to like McDill and to the airports or whatever that uh, it wasn't until the first plane flew over, like to that was headed towards McDill or whatever to go land at Tampa International, that I was like freaked out. Like I saw a plane fly over me, and I remember wigging out. I was like, Why? "Dude, it's happening again!" Because I just never noticed how low planes flew, oh. even though it wasn't really that low. I just never really noticed planes flying like how high they were whenever they were coming in for landings. And so I, was, I would see these planes flying lower than normal, and I was like, oh, my God, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it wasn't enough to, like, go home from work or anything or, like, you know, I wasn't, like, ducking up. I wasn't making phone calls, but I remember, like, being taken aback that I was, like, freaked out. Because I was like, wait, why am I losing? Why am I freaking out right now? Like, oh, because <laughs> yeah, something bad did happen. <laughs> well, and like you never know. You're just living your life and something could fall from the sky and like knock you out or yeah, uh, an earthquake or <laughs> freak storm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't know. But. Well, Bubala, I think, uh, I don't know how long we've been going. I'm not even going to touch Audacity until we're done, done. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we've been going close to an hour. And Yeah, I mean, for this week, I think that's going to have to be sufficient. <laughs> yes, I think you will all survive. Yeah. Uh, do you have any fun recommendations you want to make? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could watch that '90s show, like I just. <laughs> hey, uh, Check my out recommendation the thing that I've is, is <laughs> turn on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> just press, just close your eyes, click the button a couple times, and then press play. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of anything that we were watching, but I can't think of anything. And <clears throat> like I listened to, um, like. You were saying last week that you were going to try to listen to Travis Scott's music. Which I didn't, because I'm a failure. (laughs) But I did, and I thought it was pretty good, but I'm not recommending it. (laughs) 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 I mean, if you're into rap, then it is pretty good, because I did know some of the songs already. Before we started, we did listen to half of one song, and I will say, like, it is definitely mumble rap. And if you don't know what mumble rap is, you probably will not enjoy it. And if you do know what mumble rap is, then I don't know. You probably already know who Travis Scott is. And you think I'm an idiot for not liking his appearance on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but again, I don't think that's the best place to Representation be. Representation of him. Yeah, I don't think so. Like anyone, really. Um, but like that song that we listened to, like, I don't like meh. But there are some good ones. And it was only the first one off of that album, so who knows. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm going to be recommending a podcast called The Crab Feast. I'm pretty sure I've done at least talked about it on here before. But there is... they. I, I've talked about them in the sense that I think they... I mentioned that they're going to be finishing at the end of this year. Like they're going to be done, done, no more episodes, which is very sad for me. But... 
one guest that they've had on a couple times is Josh Wolf. And Josh Wolf is one of the funniest. I love Josh Wolf. He's super funny. And uh, he, if there is like in comedy, there are like the best laughers in comedy. And in no particular order, they are Ryan Sickler, Josh Wolf, Pete Holmes, and Burt Kreischer. Like they just have such recognizable, like infectious laughs that. Uh, uh, you just can't help it. You can't help but laugh with them. And Josh Wolf is on the podcast, The Crab Feast, with Ryan Sickler and Jay Larson. So, just it's number three thirty four. If I can figure out how to link it in the show notes, I will do that. But uh, yeah, just check out The Crab Feast anyway. There's if you like comedy, you will find a comedian on there that you like, and uh. I just start with that episode if you're like Josh Wolf is a dumb name. I don't like the name. I don't like animal names. <laughs> Find somebody you like. Uh so that's it. That's my recommendation. All right, I think we've done it. Feast. We definitely done did it. Do we say do we talk about where to find us Instagram style? I don't think so. Well, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at untrained iPod. And if you would like to send us an email being like, hey, man, I rated and reviewed you on iTunes. Send me some stickers and buttons. You can send that to untrainedipod at gmail.com. And if you just send us an email that says, I don't have iTunes, but I would like stickers and stuff, we will send some to you anyway because we love you. Yeah. We like mail and stuff. But not as much as we love each other. So there. So suck it. So <laughs> suck it, nerds. <laughs> Y'all nerd-ass nerds. <laughs> uh, Bethany, thank you for doing this with me. Uh, I love you very much, and I am glad we get to do this. Together. Together. But period. I'm glad we get to do it, period. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun adventure. It's a fun adventure. Just like Thieves Can't. Check out YesThievesCan.com. And She Brews Coffee. Today. All right, we love you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Firecrackers. Firecracker emojis. <laughs>